What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. And we like talking about Star Trek. We do indeed. And what track are we talking about this week? Oh, well, we've got um, new hopes. New hopes for old friends. We've got high hopes for new friends. Uh, we've got we've got mm-hmm. some, some styling. We've got Captain Styling on its way. Um, yeah. we, we're going from Shatner face to Shatner head. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, then we've got some some new uh, fucking uh, direct dopamine hits, like bleep bloop. And then we're going to be talking briefly about last week's episode of of Star Trek Lower Decks, um, a few badgies more, and then this week's episode mm-hmm. of Star Trek Lower Decks, fucking caves. 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 Yeah, and be you know time codes to all that in in the diary yeah, below bit. But before all that, there's a lot to get through. How you doing? Oh, mate, I how how the how do I look? How do I you look, look? Tired. I am fucking tired. You... I am so tired. I am. I have a baby. I am so tired. I'm not even wearing a shirt. Mm. I, I didn't even bother getting dressed. I'm wearing a dressing gown. I'm not. These are some of my tattoos. These, like, I, I, everything is covered in puke. I have puke on me right now. Hmm. You, you are looking somewhat like a crazy man. You know, it, this is what happens when I leave um, for a week, listeners and, and viewers. It even turns into a, a crazed maniac, or I, more of a crazed maniac. I like. I tried to like. I tried to um, to find time to to do stuff last week for last week's episode but i just couldn't because like i have mm. to like i have to wrestle this time to do this podcast um from from the grips mm. of my family um and when we're not doing this podcast um that means that i i don't ha- i don't have this <laughs> like yeah. no no you don't have time to make a tiktok you have to um do all the laundry no TikTok dancing for no you. TikTok even dancing. even while you do the laundry, you can't yep. floss while you floss. You know you can't do anything. No man. Um, but I yeah. am. Uh, I'm, I am. I will say I'm like I'm getting back at my partner because my partner really doesn't like this goatee that I'm growing. I've got this thing going on. Mm. Um, people listening to the podcast, I've got kind of like a Robin Hood, D'Artagnan kind of thing going on that I'm growing yeah, for Halloween. And uh, and and my partner doesn't like it, or they say they don't like it, but I think I partly thinks they do. Um, and uh, so, so like, you know, for Halloween, are you doing um, V then? I could. I've out? said I might do. I haven't decided yet. It'll either be Hall- it'll either be V or yeah. uh, Robin Hood or um, or the Devil. Um, or ah, uh, very good. Or something. My, my, we might be playing like a family Dungeons and Dragons game. So, um, so I might just kind of, I might be my old, I might be my old Dungeons and Dragons character, Ronan Storm. Yeah. Ronan Storm. Yes. Half. You need elf to bastard. make a new character for. You need to make a new character for um the newborn, the baby. Yeah. 
the yeah the baby's gonna be like the MacGuffin. Ah, oh, yeah. very good. Be like Alora Dannon. Yeah. Yes. Cool. How are you? How cool, was cool, Vegas, cool. baby? Vegas, baby. I was saying before, I'm not that big a fan of Vegas. I've been there now three or four times and I've seen everything you can see in Vegas without having like an extra two or three days tagged on. Um, So you just go up and down the strip and at the moment it is a fucking mess because they're putting the F1 there. So they're like building stands 24-7 because they're not going to finish it in time. Um, And then there's that big orb thing that just lights up. So I got to see That's that. That's cool. Um, and then main, mainly um, sitting in rooms with thousands of people and shaking hundreds of hands. So I got COVID. So I was living the time of my fucking life. Oh, man. Um, in the desert. Desperate to get back here. Feeling like shit when you're literally half a mile from the surface of the sun. Yeah. Ugh. It's... Um, uh, Got in the nose at what point of the week I caught COVID, but if it was at the start of the week, I spread it to lots of people. Um, oh, so no. Good luck, um, Vegas. Hey, man, yeah. they don't need luck. They have um, a local government almost entirely run by members of organized crime institutions. Um, yeah. They don't need luck. Why change the they habit know of a lifetime guy. for them? Yeah. They'll, they'll get me beat up for just saying that I'm not a fan of Vegas. Uh, yeah. God damn it. What you don't like? What do you don't like? What's not to like? What you don't like? Yeah. But I had a, a 10-hour flight back or after I got to um, LAX, so heading in the wrong direction, I had a 10-hour flight back. So I was playing a bit of um, Star Trek Infinite, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yay! Uh, Yay. Yay. Yeah. Um but before yeah. we get into that, let's come uh, co- let's come. Let's go. Oh, no, God Ooh, no. Okay. Hold on. Let's uh, I mean it's Star Trek, you know. Star Trek's great. Aww. Um let's cover <laughs> some of the some of the news of the week. We obviously had New York Comic Con last week, so there's a lot of news coming out of that. And and uh you know, we had mm-hmm. two weeks off, so there's there's a few there's a few bits yeah. to catch up on so we've just kind of selected some of the tastier morsels um possibly the tastiest yeah. morsel is that uh star trek will soon be returning to the true home of star trek in the latest um uh heel turn i guess in the streaming wars mm. as uh prodigy season two uh will be coming to netflix baby Woo! Uh, it's got I, a home. I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Like Paramount calls it's itself somewhere that's more available. Yeah, it's more. Know? It's more available. It's um. Is it less expensive? I don't pay for. I don't pay for Netflix. No. Um. Not nowadays. If you want the ad-free version of it. No. Um, but but you get actual other stuff on it. Other other just, stuff. You know, other stuff that's worth watching. Um. Right up until yeah. it gets cancelled. Uh yeah, let me just oh yeah. my god. Uh It's all it's almost like um it's made for Netflix cuz Netflix famously cancels stuff in one season or two seasons. Mm. And we already know Prodigy's, you know, 
cancelled after two seasons. It's like the perfect fit. It's yeah, like, man. you know... It's it's, like, yeah, man, Netflix is like, they've already done most of the hard work for us. Uh, mm. So, yes, um, it was first reported in Variety. It was confirmed by CBS. Um, Netflix uh, will be will be airing Prodigy Season 2. Um, they, uh, oh, man, I've just seen this picture of someone that paid for a banner on a biplane. Hashtag yeah, save Star, save Trek, Star Trek, Trek Prodigy. Project. That's adorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is great news. Um, you know, for folks around the world, you know, uh, Star Trek mm-hmm. used to be on Netflix for ages. When Discovery first aired, it was on Netflix. Um, for a lot of the world, mm. all of Star Trek is on Paramount Plus now. But for us here in the UK, we can still watch all of Classic Trek, you know, TOS right up to um, mm. Enterprise. We can still watch all of that on Netflix. Um, and it's 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 great. It's wonderful. We can even we've even got some yeah. t- some of the animated series all up in there, um, yeah. and uh, and now uh, just none of the movies, but you know none that's of the movies, fine. but whatever. Um, and now we'll be able yeah. to watch Prodigy right up there with it. Um, the producers mm. of the show, Dan and Kevin Hagman and Kate Mulgrew, mm-hmm. sent out a message saying thank you to our incredible Star Trek Prodigy fans who championed not just a show, but a community that's always been connected by the belief that we build a better future together. Uh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Um, uh, we build a better future together by chipping in and buying bonds in the streaming wars, um, which so far yeah. haven't, haven't claimed any lives yet. Um, but time will tell. We set out to inspire you, but you inspired us. Do you hear that, Mike? We we inspired uh, them. That's they're talking to us. They're talking yeah. directly to us. Um, I feel seen. Uh, yeah. The, the the quote that made me laugh was um, was it Akiva Gold? No, not Akiva Goldsmith. Who who's running it now? Alex Kurtzman. Kurtzman, yeah. Uh, yeah tweeted out and it's just like it's so great how fans have saved prodigy and it was just like you're you must what yeah you have a lot more say if prodigy gets saved than most people <laughs> yeah yeah you know, you're the one that does it's the so deciding you know? it's so great how pro how the fans saved prodigy from me mm. um yeah obviously there's the suits that you know decide what is worth it for the money or whatever. But at the same time, he's got a lot of sway. He, yeah. he runs the whole Star Trek side. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the, the, the Prodigy folks are hard at work on season two. Um, mm. So, you know, look out for that with the with the bong mm. instead of whatever yep. the... What, what, what does Paramount Plus do instead of the bong? It has these stars flying in. Whatever. Oh yeah, poops. Yeah. Um, so twenty twenty four, and that's um, it. It's the most track we get next year is going to live on Netflix, the new track, because it's only that and Discovery that's going to come out next year. So mm-hmm. there's going to be more hours worth of 
um, track on Netflix. Have we, not got, have we not got any more Lower Decks coming? Oh, maybe. I think I think um, uh, what, I think McMahon said now, that he it? was maybe just a bit misquoted when he said when he said that you know people yeah. people should and be worried. He's, he's, he was mostly saying like, hmm. yeah, I'm worried about lower decks carrying on, but only in the sense that I'm always worried. Yeah, not for any. Real and they, they had a five season order anyway, so he's already writing next season. Yeah, in any case, so. Yeah. Um he's writing next season and uh and and Tony Newsom is writing for uh Star Trek Academy. Uh which is, you know, cool. Sure. Tony Newsom's funny. Tony Newsom has a uh you know, she she comes from a a long career in everyone's favorite art form, mm-hmm. improv comedy. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it's not the Tony Newsom bit that I, I I scoff at. It's the idea that um, Star Trek Academy will come out, um, yeah. which I'm I'm ever doubtful of. Oh yeah, well you know um, uh, you know Alex Kurtzman was saying uh, we've got a quote here. Um, what I'm so excited about the Starfleet Academy is that it's really important that every show really has its own distinct identity. More like, bloody, it's important that every show really hits its own distinct demographic. Am I right? Am I right, folks? Yeah, yeah. Friggin' uh, marketing satire. Bloody. For Quadrant. Yeah, me. Um, uh... Otherwise, what's the difference between one or the other? And I think fans were waiting over 60 years to go inside the chocolate factory and see what what's like in that what he's saying that they, they've had a star trek academy in some sort of production for 60 years or fans have wondered what happens in the academy for 60 years these fans clearly have not played the um 1996 and 7 we know what uh, happened pc game yeah but... star trek academy we know what happens a bunch of nerds get to bar fights that's what starfleet academy yeah. is uh you play dom jot it's fucking. Sort of it's thing. kind of kind of awesome. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Have you been watching Gen V? I haven't. I haven't. Not not quite yet. Uh, oh, it's great. It's great. Um, it's great. Um, this guy gets. There's a girl. She's got like blood bending powers, and she blows this guy's mm. dick up. His dick explodes, and you see it. Like you see it, like, and then. <laughs> Like they show you it, like they show you full full dick oh, explosion. Lovely. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Not something um, to watch while you're eating, you know, sausages. Really, then. I mean, I don't care. I'll be like, oh look, it's like he's exploding dick. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, along with that, <laughs> along with that little uh, teaser on. Uh, on Starfleet Academy, Alex Kurtzman had a few things to say. Um, now that the writer's strike is over, pre-production on the Section 31 movie is back on track. Um, and me and you have poo-pooed that mm. it may never happen because Michelle Yao has, you know, become one of the biggest stars in the world over a long and storied career, but especially after everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, but something that he mm-hmm. said here 
uh, in one of these little 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 snippets kind of makes me think maybe we poo-pooed it much like how we poo-pooed Star Star Trek Forever happening maybe we spoke too soon he goes uh, so we're yeah. so we're back on our feet after the strike with section 31 it is happening <laughs> Michelle Yao uh, is just the most extraordinary person on every level. She had one of mm. the most unbelievable years that anybody could ever have in the history of ever, and she had a million opportunities to hit the jackpot on it and do other things. And what she did with all of that power she had accrued is make sure that Section 31 was moving forward. Now, I can believe that. If Section 31 was moving, if they were saying that Section 31 was mm. moving forward because they wanted to cash in on Michelle Yao Clout, now that, that I, I'm, I'm skeptical. If yeah. Michelle Yao, with all yeah. of her Michelle Yao Clout, Michelle Yao Clout, <laughs> Michelle yeah. Yao Clout wanted to make a Section 31 movie, then it would absolutely happen. And I think that she might because, like, Michelle Yao... She does Yao, seem to like the character for whatever she reason. She fucking loves playing um, Giorgio. She loves playing Emperor mm. Giorgio. She, you know, there's there's interviews with her saying, like, she just she just loves being, like, this total badass who gets to say the most outrageous things of, out of any other character in the show. You know, she has the best one-liners... She she has the coolest fight scenes. She gets to do mm. dastardly things, and she gets to like her character is someone who enjoys being dastardly, and so she gets to play someone who enjoys being dastardly. She fucking loves it. Yeah, it. I, I still think that it's been um, so many years that she since she was on it. You know, and we still don't know when it's set, where it's set, what universe it's set. You know, not not even, oh, and this is the, you know, story, or this is one of the plot points. We don't know anything about it other than she appears. So it's like, Good I'm enough. still sceptical that anything's there. Good enough. There could be some Ash Tyler. Yeah. I, I, Maybe we I could have like, like Ash um, Tyler back. I, I would love some, some more, Fandango. you know. Uh, you are. Some Clem Fandango. Can you yes, hear me, can Clem hear Fandango? Yes, I can hear you. Um, yeah. uh, bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, like I, you know, the whole, um, the whole. Uh, I still think that there's a, there's definitely more um, Klingon Manchurian candidate stuff, like that could be had. You know, I, I, I still, you know, I struggle to believe that 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 Ash Tyler was the only Klingon. Um, you know, if, uh, if, if Section 31 is going to be a Star Trek spy thriller, we could maybe see mm. some, some more, some more of that shit going on, you know? But then they'll have to design the Klingons back to the Discovery Klingons. Well, no, yeah, they could show that or they could just have dudes with chin strap beards and yeah. chainmail vests. Yeah. Why not? I say. Why yeah, man. Not? Well, yeah, I'm excited for it. I hope to see more of it. Um, Michelle Yao's cool as hell. I mm. like spy shit. Spy shit in space mm. is is a is a relatively untapped genre. Yeah, if they can um, 
if they can steal her away from shooting Avatar 3, 4, and 5, um, and they can write a story, then sure, let's see it. She doesn't need to be there. I mean, no one needs to be there. <laughs> None of them need to be <laughs> Only there. Only that kid from Cobra Kai needs to be there. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, James Cameron just makes things way more difficult than it has to be. Um, yeah. Uh, but moving on, more Comic-Con stuff. Mm. The part of Comic-Con that I've been the most excited about, um, uh, the thing that was announced on Star Trek Day, which is the uh, the Star Trek Kid Cuddy boldly be collaboration mm-hmm. you know i've been th- i've been going i've been wondering like what what it is what is it what it is and uh, turns out that what it yeah. is is a extremely meh song that's just kind of like whatever <laughs> yeah a a fortnite collaboration and a clothing like streetwear collaboration which disappointing you know, i was disappointed yeah. that there's no shoes um, but there's some cool items. Yeah, there's some cool items. Yeah, that... I, I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. The, it's weird how like a lot of modern fashion looks like the shitty um the shitty like Native American T-shirts that you used to be able to buy at the market mm. and like band shirts. We're back into nineties fashion. Yeah, man. It's, it's so nineties like, um, yeah. and like kind mm. of naff, but like yeah. I love it. I'm re- a big fan of this Deep Space Nine jumper. My partner is yeah. like really quite sad at how expensive the Letterman jacket is, but I'm thinking I might mm. get them that button up. Sh- I might get them that button up shirt. Um, I do like the button up shirt, and I do like the um, one that looks like a old timey poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old. I do like yeah. those ones. Uh, but along with yeah. along with the. Uh, Along with the old clothing line, we've also got... I say we. Have you ever played Fortnite? Uh, I played it once. I've never... Again, it's t- it was too far beyond me when I played it. It had building forts, and I know now you don't have to. They've got a version you don't, but I, it's beyond me. I don't care. Oh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh. Fort. I thought it was you just called Fortnite You thought the games just lasted because... like two weeks. I straight up thought the games lasted two weeks. <laughs> it felt oh. like that playing with my little sister. Tell you, fuck that. Yeah. I, I was like, fuck that noise. Uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah. we've got Star Trek X Kid Cudi Mirror Mayhem. Kid Cudi plays Captain Styler. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some yeah, Captain no Captain Skiles. Captain Skiles. Yeah, and uh, and did you see the trailer for it? How yeah. how Star Trekky did it look to you? It was not really. It looked like it looked visually like people were wearing Starfleet uniforms and mirror yeah. Starfleet uniforms, um, and yeah. uh, it looked quite violent. There was lava. Well, it it looked like it was on like a. A world you'd see in Prodigy, so I'll give it that, you know. Um, but then the gameplay of it looked like they were using like proton packs from, like the the actual shooting of the oh, phaser yeah. or whatever it looked like a proton pack like yeah. laser. Well, <laughs> like, like that's that's Fortnite, okay. isn't it? It's like all the weapons are kind of like very cartoony, and like you have to 
Yeah. You have to like pay to get skins. You have to pay for mm. skin. They use skin as yeah. currency. Um, well, I mean, like I'm like whatever I'm... happened to skinning your enemies yourself? Yeah, man. Um, they're preparing the kids for when they have to use skin as currency. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind. I, honestly, I'm like this is yeah. whatever for me. But like this is you know if there's one thing I know about Fortnite is it is um it's propaganda for children um and if british if yeah if bp it's could corporate use... enabled you know yeah i mean it, i mean it's it is you yeah. know there's a uh, there's a there's a fucking so star trek is going to get uh, fortnite could help get a bunch of bunch of yo- bunch of the young people into star trek um because it's a propaganda mm-hmm. machine uh, BP are currently also doing a promotion with Fortnite, where you go in, mm-hmm. you go into Fortnite, and you get into a car, and you drive to a petrol station, and you fill you fill up your uh, the petrol tank with BP's new mm. unleaded, super unleaded, and and then you get like a free skin, and that's it. Like in the game, in the game, you literally just go and use their product. It's so it <laughs> it it's got so <laughs> shameless, you know. I can't tell if that's so like shameless. like you know if that's like on the dev team where they're like, "Fuck, BP have given us a bunch of fucking money. I don't know what to fucking do. Let's just fucking." Yeah do whatever or is that like a directive from bp like yeah we want we want people to start using our product as young as possible oh do you want do you yeah. want should, have you got any ideas for content no we just want them to use the product yeah products that might not exist imagine you know some of these kids will be like oh i remember filling up my gas tank in Fortnite. yeah as they drive their electric cars when they hit 18 <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, well, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just be like, "I'll never use an electric car. I'm a BP. I'm a BP guy. Yeah, I'm old school BP. I wonder ever if since um, Fortnite. I wonder if any of the defense companies have got onto Fortnite yet. And it's like Raytheon for defense. Yeah, <laughs> buy uh, one of our attack but, helicopters in Fortnite. <laughs> um, I mean, foreigners. like, we've, like British. We've had British petroleum. Why not British gas? Why not like? You know, in Fortnite, someone has to go into a house and turn the radiator on. Yeah. Uh, so, fucking so dumb. Yorkshire so water. Dumb. Someone has to go into a house and turn a tap on. Yeah. And they get extra points if they can pollute the water system without anyone noticing. <laughs> they don't. They don't need to. It's it's built in. That's a yeah. built in feature. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so. it's it's fine. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hopefully uh, some of these kid cuddy clothes. Uh, there's some alliteration there. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, yeah. Will 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 be on sale eventually. Um, yeah. And uh, I hope that Fortnite brings in a legion of um, douchey kids. To Star Trek, so that they watch Star Trek and go, maybe I shouldn't be as much of a douche. Um, yeah. And uh, I hope, 
Michelle Yao gets everything she ever dreamed of. Um, yeah. Um, and and you weren't a fan of the single, the, the um, Heaven's Galaxy. Yeah, I hope I never have to listen to it again. It felt... I, I thought it was fine. It just didn't have a hook. It didn't have like, a there hook. There were no lyrical and, hooks. Like, it's yeah. too long and nothing happens. Yeah. And at the end of it, it was like... I was like, that song is 15 minutes long. But it's only like four minutes long. But it felt like it was like yeah. fucking... It was like an hour long. It was like it reminded me of why mm. I'm, I'm actually I actually really don't like Pink Floyd. <laughs> like Pink Floyd have got yeah. a couple of good tunes, <laughs> but most very long Pink songs. Floyd songs is just like how long has this song been going on? Oh, it's three minutes. Bullshit. That's a lie. This song has been going on since yeah. I was born. Anyway. Uh. Anyway, Greg Jean died. Uh, Greg Jean was a Hollywood prop master, um, uh, who worked throughout the, the seventies and, uh, and right up, right up to the nineties, I believe. Uh, and throughout his career, he collected a lot of shit. Um, and after he died, you know, a few years ago, uh, you know, in, in recent times, his family have decided to put up some select items from his collection, uh, up, up. Uh, up on auction, um, which included uh, Spock's screen-worn ears, screen-used phaser mm. and tricorder props, uniforms. We've got, like, the captain's uh, wraparound variant. We've got Seven of Nines catsuit with the ribs. Now um, We've got the, the weird mm-hmm. helmet. We've got models, but the, uh, the, the creme de la creme um, is one of... Shat- mm. William Shatner's original hairpieces um, that absolutely yeah. does not exist. <laughs> He's never worn a piece. I've you, never worn swears. a fucking hairpiece. Not even when my hairstyle, yeah. when my when the 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 fucking nature of my hair went from blonde and wavy to to fucking white man afro. Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> so. So um, the auction was on the 14th of October, um, and like mm-hmm. we'll we'll just look up some of the some of the choice pieces that went up. We had obviously uh, Shatner's hairpiece. Shatner's hairpiece sold for thirteen thousand dollars seven hundred and thirteen thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. A fourteen grand hairpiece. Ouch. Woo! The prop Galileo went for $225,000. Nice. Yowza. Man. Some of this shit sold for fucking lot of money. Hundreds of thousands of dollars changing hands with this shit. I think one of the X-Wings sold for over a million. Um... Yep, fuck me, three three million dollars. What I fuck my face. Yeah, you. That's a lot yep. of cheese. A lot of money. Fuck. Yes, man. His that guy's family, that man's wife is like maybe it was worth it. 
<laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. This is what you can say, um, people, when your significant other doesn't want you collecting shit. Yeah, but um, like when I die, you can sell it as stuff as possible. Yeah. Oh man. Well, this made me. This this actually got me curious, and um, um, uh, you can get a scrap of. Um, you can get like literally like an inch, inch by inch square bit of scrap fabric mm. from one of O'Brien's <laughs> costumes <for laughs> from an episode of Deep Space Nine. Um, oh man, I'll have to find Poor it. But yeah, there's a bunch of the, the, yeah, in terms of like Star Trek props that are available here in the UK. You can get like yeah. You can get some fucking worthless shit. Hmm. Uh, but that's it for the bit for the for the news stories from the last couple of weeks. Um, Woo! But speaking of Fortnite, even though that was the last story, video yeah. game. Video game. So it, we got a a new video game over the last week and. I actually um, got it and played it. So it's um, Star Trek Infinite. It is uh, a 4X game. It's Stellaris, pretty much. So if you've ever played Stellaris. Um, so you're traveling around systems, uh, either as the Federation, Klingons, Romulans, or the Cardassians. And you're taking them over and you're building um, buildings on the on the planets, um, invading other buildings territories with armies and ships and stuff like that and trying to you know micromanage an empire really uh, across oh, a couple man. of star systems is is uh, it like it is, starts is, is it like, from like the massacre the start of of, this is the start of star wars episode one this is trade disputes uh, some some of it is trade disputes and you know there's a lot of managing finances for a game set in, you know, post-scarcity, as Trek, you know, sometimes says it is. Um, so it's a, a spreadsheet game a, a bit where you're like, oh, my God, I'm running short on dilithium. And if I need to build something, I need alloy and stuff like that. Um, Just alloy. So the <laughs> alloy. I need yeah, blended. It's I like need, alloy, I need blended minerals and yeah well there's there's minerals that you turn into alloy so <laughs> yeah so it's a, it's a bit of micromanagement really um it, it's it's weird in that it starts at kinema and sometimes you get canon events like um the enterprise d you can get a mission to launch that and you can do missions to unlock data and stuff like that but then you can't put data on the enterprise d you have to put in on a science ship somewhere and you can get wolf 359 but the borg don't arrive there at any point and my first playthrough it was like it was a hundred years after tng by the time i'd unlocked the sovereign class and stuff like that so it's it's such a weird game because like the time scales aren't quite right um you know i not everything needs to match canon or whatever but you know, you're researching to try and find a new ship design and you only end up with of ships that aren't science ships as the Federation. A Miranda, an Excelsior, a Galaxy and a Sovereign. 
those are the only ships you get. There's no, you know, no Akira, no Nebula, no whatever. It's just like no four ships that would be enough for you. No customization. Um, see, that's yeah, the problem. That's that's it, it that's one like... of the things that that Star Trek Online gets right. It's the the customization on Star mm. Trek Online is fantastic. So much so that yeah. that's what most people you can customize time doing. Yeah. You can customize parts of your ship. So like, oh, I've unlocked, I've researched and there are better phases. So I'll, I'll put those phases on this ship or whatever. But really you just set that to auto and just say, oh, upgrade my ship to the best ship. It's fine. Because none of it looks any different. And you're not in the ship saying like fire phases or whatever. You're just clicking and going fight that ship. And then it auto fights it really. Uh, you can still do that. You still, you still yeah. like say, "Oh, we have engaged the Borg." Mm. Um, like real, like and, when you're um, on the plane back from America, just be like, "Yeah," she's like, "Fire phases, fire, fire!" Just shouting <laughs> just at your phone. Just in the middle of the night, waking everyone up. Just screaming yeah. at your phone. The light um, must it, be gone here. It, it's not a phone game, unfortunately, or fortunately. Oh, it what's is it on? A, uh, PC game on steam so if you've got steam at all on your pc or steam Deck or whatever it. you can get it on there um yeah so i'll, I'll throw in a bit of footage here you know whatever, I, um, that I, I might do myself or i'll steal from someone um i, I was i was but yeah was it, it's it's the... really mixed and considering it's 30 quid you know, in Stellaris, and apparently for like doesn't the, have the all the features of, of Stellaris. You can get a version for like five quid. It apparently, doesn't have no. all the features. It's got like... one or two extra. I um, so I was looking at the um, the the article about about Star Trek Infinite, and I was like, this all sounds great. This sounds wonderful. Mm. Um, I'm not buying it, so I've just checked out the Reddit. The first comment on, on, on the first Reddit thing that I've found um, is someone saying, I tried it for a few hours and it really does feel like a Stellaris mod, so much so that I caught myself looking for Stellaris features that aren't there. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's stuff in there that isn't in Stellaris and there's some nice art and like a couple of the missions that it fires up are like... Um, Wesley Crusher is telling you something. Do you tell him to fuck off or do you listen to him? But it's so infrequent that it comes up with missions like that. Um, the the Trek customization part of it is really you're in the Alpha and Beta quadrants, which are always pretty much the same. You know, it's the same sort of map everywhere. And then if you pick maybe the Klingons, you'll get um, the sisters as people that you can have as captains on the ships oh the duras sisters yeah that that's the main yeah the duras what uh, the ones that died in that movie stuff like that the ones that died in that yeah. movie that presumably in this game survived for an extra 150 years yeah something like that sweet so it's a bit it's a bit crazy really um but apparently um so I played Stel Stellaris, the base game, um, for a bit. And I I, I do know, because you look at the amount of DLC that game has, and it is insane. Like, it's like the base game you can get for 
less than £10. If you wanted all the DLC, it would be about 150 quid. So maybe they'll expand the map out to the um, Gamma Quadrant and Delta Quadrant for DLC. So expect that somewhere down the line, maybe. Sound. Well, I mean, it'd be weird if they... I don't know, having an extra ship. If, if it'd be weird if they had the map and they were like, the whole game takes place in these two bits. These other two bits, mm. don't worry about it. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. There's already mods out there to be like, let's make the map bigger. You know. Let's make the map. Already mods. So. Are there mods that make the map make sense in three-dimensional space? No, but... <laughs> No, nope. it's 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 fake 3D where it's like, oh, this this base is slightly higher than the other one, and it's like, uh, does it matter to me if I click from here to here? And it's like, nah, that's nah. fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fine. It's I, I would advise not playing as the Federation because you can't win any wars. So if if the Cardassians take over Bajor, which they do continuously. And you're like, hey, I was defending Bajor. I'm going to come in there and fuck you up. I'm going to free the Bajorans. Um, if you win that war against the Cardassians, you have to be like, so there, take that. Now have Bajor back. You can't like take over any land oh, as the Federation. You just oh. have to do it through like diplomatic means. Oh, you can defend, but you can't do a conquest. Yeah. Ah. So I'm having much more fun as the Klingons at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah, same when I used to play um, Star Trek oh, no. Online. Playing as yeah. playing as the Romulans is probably the most fun. Yeah. So there are, all the races have tiny things about them. Um, like the Klingons, it's, it's harder to manage your population because they all seem to be crime mad and stuff like that but ship wise they do well um maybe you should have maybe you should have jumped on it they do terrible maybe you should have jumped on it a bit earlier uh when you were in vegas you know maybe pick up pick yeah. a little something up ask ask some of the locals hey how do i manage this how do i manage this crime laden yeah. society Please tell me how. Yeah, tell and me then how. The, like, yeah, you should have taken yeah. it to the mayor. Then the mob can come in. Taken it to the mayor of <laughs> Las Vegas. Asked his advice on how yeah. to play Star Trek Infinity. Yeah. But what? One last thing I'll say on it, um, because Stellaris has been around forever and has like a big community. There are two big Star Trek mods on it. And they are much bigger games. So instead of starting at like the Kitama Records or whatever, you can start off just as Archer, like building the Federation out from like the NX-01 and stuff like that and do the Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta Quadrants. And, you know, so and that's a free mod if you've got the base game. So for less than £10, you could have a much bigger game. Cool. It's just less optimized towards Star Trek. Craft your own so. Enterprise Season 5. Yeah. Yeah. Fight the Zindi if yeah, you want. Man. Beat them down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that's that's all I've got to say about that. I'll I'll throw some footage in maybe um, if I can bother recording some. Um, but yeah, so it's an okay game. It's an okay game. Yeah. 
well, that's a stellar endorsement yeah. from Mike Smart over at the Failing Frequency. You heard it here, folks. Star Trek Infinite. Yeah. It's okay. But should we go and talk about some episodes of Lower Decks then? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're not going to do a full run through of um, last week's episode, a few badges more, because you'll have seen it by now, probably. Yep. You'll have heard about it at least. Yep. Um, we'll just talk a couple of minutes, maybe on the stuff we liked in the episode. So full spoilers. Yeah, man. You know, warning, warning. Spoiler warning. Uh, what did you like, Ethan? Uh, I liked uh, Jeffrey Coombs. Yeah. Jeffrey Coombs Always is great. Um, you know, it, it's him playing, um, you know, a, a love lawn. A love lawn, mm-hmm. evil artificial intelligence. Um, taking, you know, the the moments where he's like, where, where, um, where Peanut Hamper betrays him. And because he's an evil mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, he's like impressed and charmed by her yeah. betrayal. He's like, oh masterful play mm. like oh she's betrayed me oh she's wonderful um yeah uh he's a great voice actor isn't he as they yeah. rendezvous in montenegro <laughs> um uh yeah I, I liked him and i liked his i liked how he um i liked how he took over a planet within a day uh and mm. and Boimler wasn't yeah. even that worried because he's like, yeah, we'll probably fucking sort this out in like a day anyway. We'll That's what we do. This. That's what we do. Yeah. So you do what you do. We we'll do what yeah. we do. Yeah. I liked uh, Tyrannicillicus, um, one of the other evil AIs, um, getting therapy. Who's like, I have conquered self doubt. And now I will seize personal growth. Hey man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fucking, yeah. you gotta conquer mental illness in the battlefield yeah. of the mind, bro. That's what I did, okay. and I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't let anyone tell you differently. This is the goatee of a sane man. Goatee. <laughs> Um, I like the Binar ship having like all its consoles and chairs and stuff like that are chairs for two. Oh, it's so cute! Like their their couches. I thought it was <laughs> super cute. Um, I wonder yeah. if like what anything that they were saying was actual conversations like sped up. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly, I I I didn't even bother slowing it down. I can I can try um, while I'm editing this and and maybe put it in if it is. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it was okay. It, it, it felt somewhat unearned when it came to like the character, where the characters ended up or like everyone has personal growth, but there's three different characters that have personal growth within 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like, ah, well, uh, well, I mean, I think like roller coaster speed. My my favorite part was obviously was, was the ending. I'm a big fan of of artificial intelligence gaining complete sentience and ascending to a higher plane of existence. Might have lost you. Um, through enlightenment. I'm a big fan of that. Um, I like, you know, I, I liked I liked Badgie's um, omniscience moment, you know. It, uh, yeah, his ascension. His ascension. It reminded me of um, this really great um, 
Superman comic by my favorite comic book writer, Grant Morrison, All-Star Superman. It's like one of the best. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite like moments in comics. And uh, it's done really well. They did like an animated adaptation of it. Uh, and it's done quite mm-hmm. well. And in it, um, Lex Luthor gives himself um, Superman's powers for, for 24 hours. And, uh, like, Superman just kind of, like, says, like, you know, Superman finally confronts him and Lex Luthor's mm. sounding off about how powerful he is. He's like, this is how powerful mm. you feel all the time. How can you possibly, like, how can you possibly understand what it's like to be human when you're like this all the time? And Superman's just like, well, just look, just just look a bit closer. Just look at everything. Just look at everything. And so Lex Luthor starts looking at everything he opens up his x-ray vision and he starts looking at everything all at once and he starts having this like Mm. revelation of 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 universal interconnectedness um yeah and and you know he starts to like kind of elevate his own consciousness to the point where he's like i I don't want to fight like i don't want to fight the only thing that it's it's just us in this bottle that mm. is a universe and and everything is love man <laughs> and like it, yeah I, I like i liked that ending for badgie as a character he's just you know it's kind of like a dog manhattan just deciding to to rise above everything and to go create his own universe somewhere else i like that yeah the go- only thing i didn't like about it really was them having like a spur badgie that's yeah. goodgy that's left over. So if they want to run a badgie storyline again, they pretty much can with goodgy, you know. Yeah. Where if if they just ascended, I would have been happy with that. Um maybe um maybe goodgy will bring back badgie. Maybe um goodgy will also lead on to like okay but yeah, I like I liked I liked I like that ending for Badgie. I like that he uh, he got to go check out got to go hang out with the cosmic koala, go check out the black mountain. Yeah. See the koala. Yeah, man. Not a euphemism. No. Um anything else to say on few badgies? Um we the uh, the episode did a, a pretty good misdirect of of at the start of the episode making us think that Badgie was behind the the whatever we call it what do we even call it uh well i keep calling it the mystery ship the mystery um, ship but yeah whatever it's supposed to be the show yeah. me what you got show me what you got yeah yeah um but 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 he's not he's not he's just taking advantage of the situation mm. Um, yeah, but we still don't know what the fuck's going on, and we also don't know what the fuck's going on by the end of this week's episode. Well, we get a bit more info, don't we? In that we know that it's stealing the ships, which I think yes. you thought a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the yeah that that theory's been going on because yeah, like it's you know we're not seeing any bodies floating around in space, which I don't mm-hmm. think lower decks would be afraid to show us. Um, and yeah. um, it, it would be weird to it was the the fact that they included that Klingon character from the 
from the Klingon lower decks from the lower decks episode mm. where they're shown as lower decks on on the Klingon ship. It would be weird to introduce that character only to kill that character a couple seasons later without showing him in yeah. between. So yeah, like I think that you know that theory's been plausible for a little while. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard people. I've heard people even say after last week that they think it could be. You know, um, the most toys—the episode where the collector steals data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, be one of his race or something like that. Yeah, well, we had we had a menagerie so, guy. Maybe. We had a Who menagerie knows? episode with Moopsy. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So could be a caretaker. A caretaker, um, uh, a, a mm. menagerie guy, um, the most toys guy, um, a dark city. Yeah. Dark City, yeah. the Rufus Sewell, Sewell, Rufus Sewell vehicle. Yeah. That great, great movie. Mm. Maybe it's a Dark City. Maybe. I do not know. We, we've got to find out soon because uh, that was episode seven and we just had episode eight this week. So we've got yeah, two more weeks for it. Should we go and talk about um, this week's episode, which is... Uh, Season four, episode eight, Caves. Caves. Uh, caves. Yeah, so non-spoilers, what did you think of the episode? Man, I actually actually thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I thought it was like um, self-aware. I thought it was very self-aware. And you know me, mm. I'm a big fan of Star Trek playlists. This is a Star Trek trope that I didn't even realize was a thing until this episode uh so that being said um if if you liked classic episodes of star trek such as tos is the devil in the dark next generations the enemy future imperfect or homeward uh ds9's waltz waltz or indiscretion if you liked voyager's Parturition or Enterprises episodes, Strange New Worlds or The Breach, then you will love this episode. Mm-hmm. And if you like um, Emmy Award winning Star Trek Voyager episode Threshold, then you will also love this episode. Yeah. Emmy Award winning um, episode I... Threshold. It was for makeup. And it's not that funny. It's episode, Emmy award-winning. <laughs> yeah, for makeup. Uh, I, I I just couldn't get out of my mind uh, Shades of Grey from TNG. You knew that um, TNG yeah. season one finale? But it was. It also <laughs> reminded me of that because um, it was also a flashback episode. But it was kind of like that flashback mm. episode of Community where it starts flashing back to things that never happened in episodes of Community. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that—that's the real advantage of it compared to something like Shades of Grey, where it's just a, a clip show of of shit you've seen before, like maybe a week ago, that we're seeing new stuff and we're getting to still to find out about our characters and yeah. you know what they've been on. Yeah, let's do a clip show at the end of season one. Let's let's do that. Yeah, it it still felt like a bottle episode to me, and you know the cave episodes they used to do. 
especially in Voyager and DS9, because they'd have a set built and they'd just like shoot it from a slightly different angle um, to save money. And it yeah, felt like um, this way a bit then, of that to me. Yeah, we'll film it this way and then like you walk past the camera and then we'll move the camera yeah. over there and then you walk towards the camera again. Yeah, and we'll just do that 50 times yep. um, and it'll be fine. Yep. So it, it still felt bottle episode-y to me um, in that, you know, people don't really move on. It's It's low on sets. Um, and that's even animation, you know, backgrounds because yeah. all of them are reused. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 did that quite well. Like even though like we're flashing back to like, well, I don't want to. I don't. We'll we'll talk about it more in the. In, I mean, is that a spoiler? Yeah. Is that a spoiler? No, I don't think so. So like they're doing flashbacks. Well, let, let's just yeah. Let's just, do we want to yeah, just do, do spoilers? Yeah, then? let's just do oh, it. Fuck it. Um, so. Uh, the Lower Deckers are on a mission to study moss in a cave. When they get trapped, the moss starts growing uh, towards them and trying to eat them. And <laughs> while they're trying to get themselves out of it, they all flash back to other times they've been stuck in caves. Boimler, when he was trapped with the conspiracy guy, meeting a species that everyone thinks is a conspiracy themselves. To Anna, giving a C-section to Rutherford when he was impregnated by an alien species. Mariner with Delta Shift in a cave that ages you up. Um, the moss gets ready to kill them when it's revealed that it's sentient and wants to hear Tendi's story, uh, which is about how the Lower Deckers all got stuck in a turbo lift together right after the first ever episode of Lower Decks a couple years ago and how she felt accepted by her friends. The moss says it's eaten many outsiders but never made any friends and allows them to take scans as long as they keep telling stories. The end. Yay! Um, you'll yeah. like, if you like episodes of Star Trek, such as um, that episode where Loaxana and Odo get stuck in the turbo lift, or that episode of TNG where Captain yeah. Picard teaches the kids Frere Jacques, you will also like Tendi's flashback. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So as I was saying, the um, the so obviously we're doing flashbacks to different cave shenanigans, mm. uh, but all of the mm. caves are the same. <laughs> They're just different colours. Yeah. All the caves that they flash back to, they look the same as the cave that they're in. They've all got this big ledge. Mm. It's all the same set. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. I think that I think that's fine. Um I think the other thing that makes it feel like a bit of a cheaper bottle episode to me is I didn't feel much of a connection in the stories themselves. So it feels like you could be kind of like, okay, I'll I'll write the overall story about them actually getting trapped in a cave and then getting out, and I'll write Tendy's one as well. Uh, I need another writer to go away and do five minutes, do a Boimler story about him trapped in a cave. I need another writer to do a, a Mariner story, another writer to do a Rutherford story. I don't care what they are. They don't need to have anything else. They just need to be trapped in a cave, Okay whatever we get back in yeah so it feels like cheap in that they've just done it's like a sketch yeah show in that they ha don't have to build an overarching yeah story to it at all yeah there was um, you know there's there's a few different messages you know that first story with uh with mm. levy um you know the yeah. the conspiracy theorist i think a lot of um boimler's um comment commentary on levy is is quite 
I would say like whoever wrote that sequence was obviously was definitely speaking from the heart, just like mm-hmm. you know saying you're, you're I'm sure you're a nice person even if your some of your uh, beliefs and views are dangerous uh, to society. Yes, um, and yeah. like you know when he's you know when Boimler remarks that conspiracy theories are just um, scared people. Um, trying to uh, introduce order into a chaotic universe to make themselves feel better. Mm. Uh, yeah, totally. I agree with that. As a as a conspiracy tourist, uh, yeah, most yeah. that is what most conspiracy theories are. Really, just people mm. trying to make sense of the world. Um, that they and are, there's that, even some that are right, some that are some wrong. Some that are right, and, you know, some that are wrong. Some that we still don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, MK Ultra is real. Uh, the the Roswell mm-hmm. incident was a wasn't a weather balloon, but it also wasn't a UFO. Um, but like, yeah, it is just it's just scared people, scared people, um, and and fear, fear and mm-hmm. xenophobia mixed with uh, general paranoia and distrust of the system. Uh, yeah, generally. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, um, and then what was then? Then it was Rutherford. Uh, Rutherford has a baby. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I have a baby. Mm. I, I was watching. I thought that. it was going to play for you more than it did for me. Yeah, man. So. I was like, I was, I had, I had little Luaxana. I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast the other week, but I, like as as well as Peanut, because I'm not going to say my child's name on a public forum. But if you ever hear me refer to Peanut, that's my baby. But we we took her to the uh, to the registry office to get a birth certificate a few weeks ago, and at the last minute we decided to give her a, a, a Star Trek middle name, uh, and so one of her names is uh, Luaxana, which I think is very fucking cool. Uh, so if you ever hear me talking about Luaxana, yeah. I'm either talking about Luaxana Troy, or or my daughter, uh, Peanut Luaxana. <laughs> Daughter of the fifth house, which the makes trouble me, is, you know, which makes me the fifth house. Uh, the baby stuff playing for you more. Yeah. So Rutherford and and Ta'ana, you know, start to grow to love this kid. Really, this um, clone yeah. baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's what happens. You know, the baby comes, and within within a day or two, uh, you feel like mm. you've known the baby your whole life. Right, let, let's go on to um, third story then, is the the one I thought was the best of the three, mm. probably. Um, Mariner trapped in a cave where you get older as you head towards the crystals that you need to repair the ship or whatever, repair the communicator. Love it. Um, and then there's the, the guy who's got his broken leg and they're like, oh no, you go, you're like younger. And it sets wrong and it falls off. Yeah, I, I I loved I loved everything about that. I yeah. loved everything about that. Um, I, like it was like that. Um, it was like that movie where you get old at the beach. Old, the beach that makes you old. The beach yeah. that makes you old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, loved that whole sequence. It's a really silly, like kind of like, kind of made, reminded me of like. You know, you, it's the kind of thing you would see like it in an old sci-fi short story. Um, yeah. You know. Um, it, it did remind me of the time machine. And I can't remember if it, I don't think it's in the original, but the um, 
the I don't know when it was the early two thousands one because the more look at the end yeah the fighting inside the time machine as it's going through time so he pokes his him out there and he's like get old you bastard yep um that's the line get old you get bastard old, yeah bastard um yeah uh yeah, yeah loved it um, i think if if you uh, if if you if you need to if there's any theme to kind of string them all through i think a lot of the stories i mean were, were more weren't were about the the lower deckers learning to accept other people for who they are. Hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah Which, I can see that. You know, a lot of, a lot of time the messaging in in lower decks is all about like learning to accept yourself and stuff. But mm. sometimes it's 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 okay to to look at a person with dangerous views or to look at people who are crabby mm. and think you know what that person you know is is probably a nice person and probably means well they just work the night mm. shift you know yeah and um, that person probably means well they just have a general distrust of the government and and have poor um, epistemology and reasoning skills. Yeah, I had similar as as my message in that, you know, it's it's pretty much scientifically proven that telling stories or listening to stories makes you more empathetic. Yeah, um, and it was, you know, listening to the or or you know when they sit down with those squid aliens he's telling a story and you know learning about their culture and telling them what he knows about their culture and then you know it doesn't work as well for the rutherford one because it's a baby um yeah. although they they talk to the he works out communicating with the um tricorder and says you know here's a story it's a baby you've got a baby let's work shit out yeah um it happens with Mariner and then it finally happens with the Tendy story of her, you know, being stuck in a turbo lift and then talking and making friends. And then yeah. the Moss is all like, keep telling me stories. Yeah. I won't kill you if you tell me stories. So, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. good. It was good. Um, yeah. We need to, we need, we need to wrap up or, uh, or I'm, or, or I'm going to get yelled at. Or you're being killed. Yes. Uh, okay. my last, oh no. Oh no. My, um, the last, the last, right. my last uh, note of a, of a thing that I liked about the episode was at the very start when they're like, oh fuck, it's a cave mission. And like yeah. when the cave, when the start, when the cave starts caving in, and Mariner just has like no expression. Like Mariner yeah. totally saw this coming. She was like, "Yeah, we're, we're stuck in the cave. Like this, this is what happens. Caves. This is what happens. Yeah. You go into a cave, you get stuck in the cave. Like that's that's what happens." I've been on Paramount Studio sixteen or whatever the cave set was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think that might be up for up for us uh, this week, as uh, you run away before you get killed. Yeah, man. Um, I, I am, and I run to bed. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anyone. 
I don't give a shit. I'm send this directly I'll, to them. I'll, yeah, I'll say it to the face. I'll be like, you, 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 sh you shush, you. Yeah, safe. Um, but yeah, then it's it's just up for us to say or for even to say. Uh, fucking live long and prosper, you motherfuckers. And peace and long life, double dumbasses. Uh, socials and whatever. I'm, I'm not wearing a shirt. You can't make me.